Hey everyone, this is Jake, and today's devotional comes from Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 34. And as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame throughout all that district. As they were going away, behold, a demon-oppressed man who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke, and the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He cast out demons by the prince of demons. Now, as I read this, something new struck me as I was looking over this for the first time to prepare for this devotional. I've never thought about this, but how was it that two blind men were following Jesus? The first verse says that as Jesus was passing on from there, two blind men followed him. How were they able to follow him? Were they following his voice? Were they following someone's lead? How did they keep up? But as they approach him, they don't ask for healing specifically. They ask for mercy, and they acknowledge him as son of David, an acknowledgement of Jesus as the coming Messiah. Jesus responds, according to your faith, be it done to you. See, I think we can grasp from this passage that faith in Jesus leads to mercy, and in this way, mercy also led to their healing. Immediately after being healed by Jesus, though, they were disobedient. We could speculate on why Jesus didn't want them to tell people. Maybe he wasn't ready for his ministry to become so famous. Certainly, it increased the target on his back for his fame to spread. But regardless of Jesus' reason, he clearly told them not to tell anyone about it, and they did. This part is somewhat confusing to me. They obviously had faith in Jesus as the Messiah, and yet disobeyed a direct command from him. Now, as I say this is confusing, I don't have to think very hard to realize that I do the exact same thing. How often have I prayed for God to do something, had it happen, and immediately focused back on myself and my own desires? I wonder if you, as you're listening to this devotional, can relate to that. Now, as the passage continues, Jesus is casting out a demon from a mute man. Now, this is really interesting because it was thought that a mute man who was possessed by a demon was essentially hopeless. There's a quote here from a commentary I read that I'll read to you. A man, mute and demon-possessed. In the Jewish understanding of demon possession, this man could not be helped. This was because most rabbis of that day thought that the essential first step in exorcism was to compel or trick the demon into telling you its name. The name was then thought of as a handle by which the demon could then be removed. Essentially, as long as you knew the demon's name or how to address them, they could be cast out. But knowing this, then it would appear that Jesus did the impossible by healing a mute man possessed. That's what caused such a harsh reaction from the crowd and the Pharisees. They had never seen anything like it and didn't think it could truly be done. Now, truly, Jesus can do the impossible. He made a way for our sins to be forgiven on the cross and for us to have relationship with God. We can be transformed into a miraculous new creation through the work of the Holy Spirit. Practices like reading your Bible, meditating, and listening to devotionals like this can shape us into the image of God that we were created to be, a miraculous transformation. And Jesus made the way for that to happen. As we close our devotional today, I want to encourage you with this. 
that Jesus, one, has done a miracle in your life if you have put your faith in him and asked forgiveness of your sins. You have been set free from the condemnation of your sin. But he's also, after doing that, given you a command to follow him, to be obedient, to be his disciple. And so how have you responded? Have you responded in the way of the two blind men who immediately disobeyed that command? And if so, just know this, that there is time, there is an opportunity for you to come back and continue to follow and obey Jesus as his disciple. And if you find yourself in a place where you feel like you are being strongly obedient to Jesus, I encourage you to keep the faith, keep the fight, keep going. Jesus is the best way. We mentioned recently in a sermon that Jesus came to do something that the law intended to do but couldn't fulfill, and that is show the best way to live. And so as we read about Jesus, as we're encouraged by his miracles and his healings, just remember that it's worth following in his example. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for the miracle that you have performed in offering us salvation through your death and resurrection. I pray that we would allow that miracle to compel us, to encourage us, to follow you, to know that it's worth it, to know that it's the best life we can possibly live. God, I pray that we would be obedient, but not just out of compulsion or the idea that we might better ourselves, but that because we are loved by you, that we are transformed in your presence by your love and mercy, that then we can show that transformed love and mercy and grace to others. We love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for checking out this devotional from Mission City Church. You can find out more information about our church as well as our full scripture reading plan at missioncitykc.com. You can also follow us at Mission City KC on Instagram or Mission City Church on Facebook. We're a non-denominational church that meets at the Merriam Community Center at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. We would love to see you there.